Hello, it's Thursday the 21st of July and I have a couple of things to talk about today. The first being obviously the ECB's decision to raise interest rates by 50 basis points. That's more than expected and uh, will leave the deposit rate at zero. Um, much more interesting, however, what I want to talk about is what they're calling the transmission protection instrument, which is um, their attempt to make sure that as they raise interest rates, uh, we don't have another Eurozone crisis starting out in countries such as Italy. Now, first to start out, there's probably a bit of a translation error here. It isn't an instrument in as much as there's no new money. Uh, it's simply a potentially open-ended permission to buy up potentially distressed non-sovereign sovereign government debt, for example, Italian. And they say it kicks in um, to counter, quote, unwarranted disorderly market dynamics that pose serious threats to transmission of monetary policy. Um, and essentially, the central bank can buy government bonds, quote, in jurisdictions experiencing a deterioration in financial conditions not warranted by country-specific fundamentals. Importantly, the scale of purchases is basically unrestricted, ex ante, so they can buy as much as they want. Okay, so now they put on four conditions as to when they can start doing this. Um, and I think they are all decorative rather than functional. First, uh, the country has to, be in, has to be not in compliance with EU fiscal frameworks, and uh, it mustn't be subject to an excessive deficit procedure. Well, um, it takes a heck of a lot to get a country into excessive deficit procedure. Uh, right now, um, most of the major countries of the EU have deficits over 3% of GDP. That includes Germany, France, Spain, Italy. Uh, no country is currently subject to an excessive deficit procedure, and I, I don't expect that anytime soon. Secondly, there should be no severe macroeconomic imbalances. Again, undefined, no clear guidelines. But if you want to uh, make that announcement, you've got to get it through the European Council, which is never going to happen. Third, um, the public finances have to be sustainable, um, according at least to the European Commission uh, and the IMF and others, together with the ECB's internal analysis. Now, this would be more um, important had we not had experience of how Christine Lagarde managed to really finagle uh, the IMF into uh, supporting the Greek rescue back during the first Eurozone crisis, even though their own economists have said, look, these public finances are completely unsustainable and it won't work. So we know there's a track record there of uh, rewriting the rule book um, in order to make sure that they can do what they want. And fourth, the fourth restriction is the country must have sound and sustainable macroeconomic policies. Um, which might mean absolutely anything at all. So none of these restrictions really mean anything. They're just fig leaves to avoid initial arguments uh, and to get the thing uh, on the statute books. The thing that will really matter, how, however, is, um, is, is, is a clear determination that the, when, 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 when they start buying this debt, um, the ECB will address the implications of those purchases for the scale of aggregate Eurosystem monetary policy debt security portfolio. In other words, purchases under this thing 
have to be con conducted in such a way that they cause no permanent impact on the overall ECB balance sheet and hence on other monetary policy stances. In other words, it's restricted to short-term firefighting. Moreover, if the ECB finds itself having to buy a whole load of Italian debt, it will have to fund it another way. Rather than just doing quantitative easing, it will have to sell other bonds. For example, it might have to sell German bonds in order to buy the Italian bonds. Which reminds us, there are two ways you can close the gap between two bond yields. Italy's bond yields can be massaged down, or Germany's bond yields can be pushed up by selling. And that, I think, will be where the rubber meets the road. And in the meantime, what will matter isn't any of this. It's really keeping an eye on the overall change in the size of the ECB's balance sheet. So that's where I think we are with that. It's, uh, it's headlines, it's uh, publicity, um, it defers and delays uh, real arguments about um, what they're going to do if Italy or Spain or any of the others really begin to have um, a, a, a crisis. Um, it's all short term, it's all ad hoc, um, and we'll see what happens. Second thing I just wanted to do very, very briefly was look at um, the UK's public sector net borrowing requirement in June. This came at 22.1 billion, which is genuinely shocking, um, but it's incredibly convenient for Rishi Sunak's political campaign. Rishi Sunak is a Chancellor of the Exchequer and, in my opinion, has been a very, very bad Chancellor of the Exchequer. However, when we look at uh, having it, so now's a really good time uh, for, for a really bad deficit number to come out so that Rishi Sunak can say we must have more taxes, uh, we have to follow the underlying Treasury ideas. Um, but if you look at why the deficit has blown out, it's remarkable. The deficit has blown out almost entirely owing to a 19.9 billion of interest payments on government debt. 19.9 billion, it's almost the entire public sector borrowing requirement for the month. Why? Those payments are up 112% year on year, whilst all other payments were down by 1.8% and receipts were up by 12.6%. If you look at those in interest repayments, they are also accounted for a full 23% of spending, which is, wait for it, 6.2 standard deviations above the long-term average. 6.2 standard deviations. You see something like that and you think, uh-uh, something wrong there. And I think something is wrong there. I really genuinely believe that they said, how are we going to get Rishi Sunak, our man, into prime ministership? Okay, we've got to really ram home the fact there's got to be tough fiscal policies. And the way to do it is to do exactly what we've seen here, massively overstate the interest payments for the month and uh, get ready for the revisions three months down the road. Sorry it's been a long one. Thank you for listening. Bye.